Support the show by donating at themusicbuds.com. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Music Buds podcast. This is episode number 12, and my name is Henry. This week, I am so happy to be joined by the punk band out of Washington, D.C., Bacchae. With me is the lead singer and keyboardist, Katie McDee, and then on the guitar, Andrew Briner. So y'all, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's nice to meet you. I'm a big fan of yours, as I was telling you a few minutes ago. It's great to see you. Thanks for having us on the show, Henry. Oh, yeah, thank pleasure. you so much. My pleasure. Very flattering. <laughs> well, first of all, y'all, how's it going? How's life in D.C.? Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we both are able to work like remotely at our jobs. So um, I'm happy to have like a pretty stable job situation. Yeah, uh, which is nice. And just just moved into a, a new house, which is which oh, is nice, nice, man. Yeah, it's actually interesting. Uh, me and Eileen, the drummer, we just moved out of the house where the band sort of started where Katie oh. also lived when yeah. the band all kind of came together. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, we were there for like six years, so it's wow. an interesting thing moving on. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Katie? Yeah, like Andrew said, things are okay job-wise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of like, it really, I mean, since quarantine, it feels like everything is just kind of this miasma of like work and watching TV and yeah. everything. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of horrible because... It's like all you, or I don't know. I, I yeah. Oh no, I, I feel you there. I mean, that's that's my life too. <laughs> I, I guess Andrew, you were touching on it a little bit, but I just wanted to ask. So, how did y'all get started? Like, how did you all find each other? What was that process like? Me and Eileen and Katie already lived together in one like group house that had. Uh, there were a few other people there too. Katie and one of our roommates at the time, Danielle, were creating a sort of fringe theater uh, show where Katie was providing all the music and um, our friend Danielle was uh, writing, uh, I think, mostly and doing, creating puppets and stuff. Um, nice. And <laughs> um, the and script. It, yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was like a really fun story about, it was called Tomato Beard, about like a farmer who has rotting tomatoes <laughs> in his beard and it's kind of this like Greek mythical thing almost. Um, sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So me and Eileen were recruited to be, to like play with Katie, the songs. So I actually played bass for that and Eileen played drums and that was sort of the beginning of her playing drums. And so it was the three of us doing music for this theater piece. And then we kind of decided after that, like, oh, we should like make this into a real band. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about when we uh, recruited Rena. I had been, there's a thing in DC, I think other places called Hat Band, where people mm -hmm. are like arranged sort of randomly into bands, many who haven't really played music before. Hmm. And then you'd like get a few months to put together a short set for a benefit concert. And I was randomly placed into one of those with Rena, our bassist. And she was playing bass in that and I was playing guitar. So it was, yeah, we, we met and we clicked musically and we were looking for a bassist for this like new band that was coming out of this weird musical thing. And <laughs> that's awesome. What did you, I remember you did, what were the three songs? Because everyone got to do two or three songs and you guys did a Jefferson Starship song. And um, so what did you, remind me what you guys did. 
so I did happy end a few times and I'm having trouble remembering it because I, one time I did it. I don't think this was the one with Rena. We did the Jefferson Starship song. Jane. Yeah. 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 But I think with Rena, that was when we did face to face. Oh yeah. What is that song called? Yeah, I don't remember. It was like this fun pop punk song. Now I feel really bad for not remembering the song. (laughs) It was very fun. And still like, I I mean, I guess I don't know what they're doing this year, but still has been like a really cool thing. I've done it like three different times because it's just like so fun. And you've done it once or twice, Katie, right? Um, I've done the Halloween one. Oh, you've never done the Happen? Yeah, I've never done Happen. I've only done, um, yeah, the Halloween show. One thing, so I was talking to um, the band Potty Mouth and they were talking about how each punk scene, for lack of a better word, is so different in different areas. And I want, wanted to ask you, like, what's the, the quote-unquote scene like in, in D.C.? Is it a certain vibe or is, does it feel pretty interconnected with other areas? I, th- I mean, I think, you know, D.C. is kind of its own. D.C. has a very rich history of yeah. punk music. But I do think that there's a lot of crossover between, in terms of who people play with and interact with, there's a lot of crossover between DC and Baltimore and Philadelphia. Yeah. We've played with a lot of bands from Baltimore and we've played in Baltimore and Philly a lot. And we've also, um, there's also some crossover like with, not so much with the New Jersey scene, but Bacchae, like we've played a bunch of, played with a lot of Jersey bands and played a lot of shows in Jersey. Yeah, I feel like the, like, Baltimore and D.C. feel very, like, intertwined. I mean, they're only, like, an hour or less away from each other, so it's it's very easy to feel like those are, like, very, you know, connected scenes. You know, I, I, I don't know other cities' scenes as well, so it's hard, it's, it's hard to compare, right. but I get the impression that D.C.'s punk scene is often more sort of hardcore-focused than some others might be. I feel like that's kind of that that has often felt like kind of the dominant uh, type of punk among like all the bands out there. And there's certainly there are a lot of exceptions, but that that seems to be a popular style and one that, you know, I think we've we're like definitely not a hardcore band, but I think we've tried to take some influence from. (laughs) You had this uh, new album come out earlier this year and which is fantastic, by the way. I've been listening to it constantly. So I thank you for that. Thanks. Yeah. And I, I wanted to ask you, so one thing I like about it that doesn't really happen a whole lot with punk is that there's a lot of variety in the style of music because while it's all under the punk umbrella, there's like this kind of more fast, grungy stuff, and then there's more smoother, reflective ones. And I wanted to ask you, is that kind of thing natural for you? Because it's not easy to do that without it feeling forced, but it doesn't feel that way at all. You do that so well you're able to discuss uncertainty confidently. And it just feels very real in that way. That's, that's really nice to hear. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, my I, feel, I feel like that's definitely been, been like one of our goals kind of from the beginning, like that we really like this sort of musical variety and trying a lot of different styles. And like, I know for me, I, I feel like I'm very sort of impressionable and like I can get really into one genre or way of playing or something but then if i hear something else that sounds cool i'm like oh what have i been doing like learning to play like these like punk riffs and now i really want to do something like softer because this song is so cool yeah. and so it's just like very easy for me to be like pulled in different directions based on whatever i'm excited about at the moment 
Yeah, I think we all listen to a really, all four of us listen to a really wide variety of genres and enjoy experimenting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different styles. Yeah. And it's, and it's good to hear that it, uh, that it worked. Cause <laughs> I think one of our, one of our big things and like, I think a lot of the time when we're writing music and like putting together an album, it's like, okay, so how can we like sequence this in a way that it's not going to be weird that there are several different sort of genre experiments on this and like, how yeah. do we, yeah, it's always been a thing. Like, how do we make this all cohesive and sound like our music and not Weird Al or something. And that's great, but <laughs> maybe the third album for that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm oh, glad ahead, to hear that that worked. Oh, the yeah. ultimate goal parody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someday we can be as good as Weird Al. <laughs> oh, or be uh, parodied by him. <laughs> as you're touching on, who are some influences? Maybe how you first discovered music or got into music. Who are some bands, singers, artists who you first connected with? Um, I hate to say Weird Al again, but <laughs> that's, that's genuinely true. No, that's that was like, cool. He was probably one of my favorite musicians when I was like first getting into music as like an 11 year old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's true for me. My brother was hardcore into Weird Al, but I like, I remember <laughs> watching Weird Al music videos over and over again in elementary school. Like we'd record them on VHS and just peel out in laughter and like play them over <laughs> yeah, yeah. and over again. I think also as a band, all of us really, really like the Pixies. And oh, yeah. if we had to have like a band favorite, it would probably be the Pixies. Gotcha. I was I was in a uh, Pixies cover band in high school. So that, that really was true for me as well. Yeah, yeah that we played to, to a uh, talent show where nobody knew the music and nobody particularly liked <laughs> That's it. That's what you so want. Great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Touching on some of the songs specifically, especially uh, Everything Ugly, is that it kind of discusses, at least what I got from it, kind of comparing yourself to other people, people who've known in the past, and like wondering about the future and seeing how the other, other people, the quote-unquote successes of someone doubting yourself, at least that's kind of what I got. Not in a bad way, um, just that, that kind of very real feeling of growing pains. Were songs like that, I don't know, hard to write because they're very vulnerable in a lot of ways? That song was very cathartic to write and generally like it feels good to write about feeling shitty because yeah. getting your demons out or whatever, kind of like a grass is greener, like looking at other people and wondering like, do they feel like their life is ending too? You know, like, do they feel like they've made all the wrong mistakes and like they, you know, like they're trapped. Um, yeah. And I think that's pretty, that's like a pretty common feeling especially like the older you get as an adult just like why you know why did I make this decision like why did I move to this city and not that one and people who aren't married are like why didn't I get married or you know whatever whatever like yeah, life yeah. choices you start yeah it's about questioning those and also just feeling depressed um in general yeah oh I feel that <laughs> this is more common now like in our period in time but i feel like it can feel very oppressive all of the possibilities that are out there like it's very easy to feel like you know look at all sorts of different people who are doing totally different things and think like oh that person's really cool like i wish i was doing what they're doing oh that person's really cool but they can be like totally opposite things so like clearly you can't do all of these things. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, it's very easy to feel like whatever you're doing, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have that feeling a lot. So I, I, I get that. 
How about some other songs on the album? How about like Older I Get or like one that really stuck out to me and I think it's a great ending to the album is Losing War. How, how did that song come about? Lyrics wise, it was just, I don't know, I was thinking about relationships that have gone sour, like romantic or otherwise, and mm-hmm. just how it, you know, just feels oh, very yeah. frustrating. Musically, like it's one of our heaviest songs. It's different from the other songs. And I think that um, one thing in particular about that song that I'm proud of us for as a band is how how heavy it is and how um, both Rena and I were very uh, experimental or like more willing to experiment with the vocals and kind of like scream in weird ways. We also had a Shauna Potter, Potter, Porter from uh, War on Women. It does uh, guest vocals on that track on oh, the cool. screaming parts. So yeah, she was um, in, I, I guess she, yeah, she was like near the studio and, and has a relationship with it while we were there. And it was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> 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 but I, I remember, um, I think that song started with, started with instrumentals and my, uh, and I think my intention with it was to write a Piss Jean song, mm. like musically at least. I, I feel like, you know, half the songs that, that have started from me have been like, okay, I'm going to listen to one band I like a bunch and try to copy them. And then hopefully everybody else will do something different so that it doesn't sound like we're copying them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for the, for the like guitar part, at least I was trying to write a chord progression the way that they do. Yeah. As you were just discussing, what's the, the generally, what's the songwriting process like? Is it, does someone come up with an idea and then just share it with everybody? Or is it, is it all of you kind of doing it together for the most part? Like what, how does, how does a song generally come out from inception to when you're all together practicing it, recording it? The two main ways are either Katie comes up with chords and lyrics and like a melody and brings it to all of us. And then we all sort of start filling in the rest of our parts, usually by like practicing on it or, you know, rehearsing together on the song to try to figure things out and then also doing things on our own. And then the other way is that I will often come up with like an instrumental part I, I can get pretty like overboard in terms of plotting everything out and logic and recording a bunch of things myself and being like, oh, this is how I imagine it sounding. But I don't, I don't do like vocal melodies or lyrics or anything like that. So that would always then like go to Katie to, to come up with that part. Gotcha. Most, pretty, most songs have come about that through one of those ways. I mean, you touched on inspirations. Who are some bands that you've been listening to these days? Like, is there music that you've been listening to to stay sane? Are there some new bands possibly that you're enjoying? There's this artist in DC who's more of an indie artist um, and his name is Barty's Strange. Hmm. And he just released an album today or yesterday, I think. And I was listening to that earlier today and he's released a few singles and I'm really excited to dig into that. He kind of sounds a little bit like TV on the radio, like he's been compared to TV on the radio a lot and we're we talked to him on Twitter a lot and he just seems like nice. a really nice dude. Nice. Yeah, he did a, he did a cover of, or a whole album of covers of the national, but like oh, in his wow. style, which is pretty different, which was really cool. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. I really recommend listening okay. to that. There's a band in DC called bad moves that we're yeah, yeah, yeah. friends with. 
for a while and they they had an album come out a couple months ago also really good love bad moves we played a few <laughs> shows with them what about touring because obviously this the album came out basically right at the beginning of the pandemic yeah um, we had our um, record release show on march 6th which was i think for many people <laughs> like the last show that they attended <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> including us <laughs> yeah yeah before that like with the first album what's what's touring been like is it is it just as fun and exciting as it looks? Is it, are there any standout moments? So we haven't, we haven't actually, we were supposed to go on our first like actual, like far away from home tour, Midwest tour with Alice Bag in July of this year. Oh, I see. That, that yeah. got canceled. So before that, we were doing a lot of, you know, long weekends where we'd play like Baltimore, Asbury Park, New Jersey, and like Brooklyn, like that kind of thing. Or there was like one, yeah. you know, like we go down to like Richmond and Virginia Beach. We've just been doing East Coast stuff yeah. this whole yeah. time. And we were supposed to branch out this year, but <laughs> so know. it definitely is kind oh. of disappointing. But um <laughs> but we've we've had a good time with the shows that we have been able to play and we're excited to eventually get back to well, eventually start touring. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely interesting even playing like a weekend or something or like, you know, you get to some place several hours before the show and you're just kind of like, oh, what do we do for the next few hours? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like I, I can only imagine that gets more weird when you're like actually touring and on the road for weeks at a time. But it's super fun. I don't know. It's it's really nice just being able to play shows for people in another city and have them like actually listen to the music and stuff. It's, it's very exciting. Yeah, I'm sure. In the tours that you have been able to go on, like what has it been like, and even in the, in the midst of this pandemic, connecting with fans? I'm just curious as to like the feeling or the connection you might get as you were just expressing of like, have people haven't listened to your music and, and know your music. Is that something that you're just kind of continuing to have or has, has the pandemic made it harder? It's, it's weird that it, it has happened like the pandemic has been going on after this album came out and yeah. after we've been seeing the most people listening to our music on Spotify and whatnot that we've ever seen because mm -hmm. there we haven't been able to get the other side of the connection. Like there's still like a weird aspect that's like people, listeners are like numbers on the screen and mm -hmm. we aren't necessarily getting to like talk to them at a show or something like that. And I think we're still very much at the stage of, if when we've played shows and somebody comes up and talks to us and says they like our music, it's like, what? You listened to it before you came here? Like on purpose? You're not just like listening to us because we're the opener? Like, that's crazy. Right. <laughs> Katie, you have other thoughts? There have been a few times where like college radio stations have played, you know, a song or two like this year. And I've like tried to like listen in like when, you know, like online and that's been fun. Or, or like this, like we've gone on a few, a couple of podcasts or like radio, we did like a one radio interview, Andrew and I, like community radio in San Francisco. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, that's been, yeah, it's been very like virtual because of the pandemic. So it just feels, yeah, it feels weird. It like, it also, yeah, like I miss, or we all miss, you know, like playing show. Yeah. Just like playing show or we're not even practicing together. And that's really tough. This whole like extracurricular part, or for me, like this whole extracurricular part of my life is like just 
gone and it's mm. just like work every day, you know, and like, yeah. you know, seeing friends outdoors yeah. or whatever. And it's just yeah, like, it's really weird. Just like not yeah. practicing every week and like always mm. planning for like the next show and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's no like show to look forward to that I know we're, like, that. preparing sure for that... now. All you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, at, at first maybe it was kind of a break because you know, it, it had been a lot of, okay, we got to practice a lot for recording and then we got to practice a lot for these shows and stuff. But the novelty of not having to practice wore off pretty quickly. What are some other things that y'all have been doing? Like what are some, any movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, anything that you've been enjoying keeping yourself mentally stable as possible? <laughs> um, well, well, one, I just, um, I, as I was, so we're, we're on Zoom and I, I was checking to see that my name was my actual name and not my Dungeons and Dragons character name, because that's what I had used Zoom for most recently. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's, that's a fun one for me. And I'm also playing uh, Diplomacy Online, which is mm. like a strategy game where you make like one move a day. Right on. Yeah. Right on. I'm still doing a lot of like personal music stuff too. Like I've been trying to learn to play piano and just like practice guitar a lot. So even if we're not getting to do our sort of group music activities, I'm trying to like hone my skills so that I can do stuff when we're back to doing stuff with the group. Right on. Katie, what about you? Uh, Well, the same with playing music by myself. I'm I'm a beekeeper, so that's oh. something that I do just about every weekend. I go in, or sometimes during the week, I go and check on my bees and make sure that they're still alive. And um, I harvested awesome. a bunch, yeah, and I harvested a bunch of honey like over a month ago, and it's just been sitting in plastic bins, and I need to <laughs> jar it up, and I keep putting that off. Jar but that's up, something you know? that I'm <laughs> sort of looking forward to because it's sort of fun, but it's also like extremely messy and frustrating <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure so i'm getting uh, I'm, tra- I'm trying to get really into mushroom identification okay <laughs> i went like hiking. things i love it yeah <laughs> i went hiking recently and i was just like okay i'm gonna try to like pick and identify every mushroom i find it's great <laughs> hey why not <laughs> yeah <laughs> you got the time <laughs> found some very deadly ones well i, I just want to like last thing i want to ask you what are just things like in dc right now with the pandemic where well first of all henry where are you where are you located i'm in hillsborough north carolina so okay. kind of like okay. central north carolina okay so in dc i don't know what like everyone wears masks mm-hmm. like you can't go in public without i mean you know you can take like a walk or go jogging without a mask or whatever but but i think um, you are actually still supposed to wear a mask whenever you're outside yeah sure yeah you're i think that's only i think that's only in dc yeah um, but like Maryland and Virginia. So I live at Rena and I actually live just outside of DC now in Maryland and Andrew and Eileen live like in the middle of DC. Yeah. Like everyone wears a mask and uh, you know, like nothing people, people are eating outside like on patios, but Mm. they're, no, they have indoor dining here too. They do. Oh God. I don't know. See, I I don't even go, I don't go out enough to know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mostly like, I don't leave my house much. (laughs) Yeah. And like occasional like backyard hangouts with oh, friends shoot. or something like that or outside hangouts. Yeah, I, I haven't gone inside a restaurant or even eaten at a patio yet. Yeah, I, I work at a, a coffee shop and mm. although we're not letting people inside, I drive by nearby restaurants and there's like dozens of people all cluttered together eating. And I'm just like, 
what's going on here? Hi. Like, yeah, you know? scary. <laughs> so, but no, I'm so thankful that we're keeping ourselves isolated. So I, I feel that for sure. Is there anything else y'all want to mention? Any, anything else about the band? Any, anything coming up? And it's, it's okay if not, I just don't want to leave anything untouched. Oh. We are um, we are remotely recording a song that will be on a uh, holiday themed compilation that Ooh. somebody is putting out. It is not yet announced, so awesome. can't say more than that. But we're yeah. it's fun fun to be working on something that we're like actually collaborating on together and like recording together, even if we're just kind of sending files back and forth. Yeah, we're excited about that. It's been interesting recording like separately and like splicing it, splicing yeah. everything together without you know, being in the room to hear each other practice. Yeah, I, I am mixing it despite only being an amateur mixer. So we'll see. <laughs> right? <You're not. laughs> well, okay. Well, I guess, uh, I guess that's uh, about it. Y'all, I mean, thank you so much again for taking the time. Really enjoyed it. And you're welcome back anytime. Please come back. Wish you the best of luck with everything. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. You too. And thank, thank you so much you. for having us. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah, um, I really like like uh, I like how you're interviewing composers because I feel like there aren't a lot of podcasts that do that. Oh, um, cool! Thank and you. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I was listening to like uh, the guy who did the brick uh, did stuff for brick earlier today. Oh yeah, it was really good. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that a lot. All right, well, uh, everybody, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>